Greetings from Germany and Fantasialand here in Brühl, Germany, just outside of Cologne. We're about a couple of hours from Efteling where we last left you and talking with people about Fantasialand who have been here before us, they always said, well, it's kind of small. And to me, that sounded like, uh-oh, it's unspectacular. Uh, but I have got to say, from the uh, theming and uh, the quality of the rides, that Fantasialand is amazing. And it's incredible that they packed so much theming and so many quality rides into a relatively small footprint. Yeah, we're even staying on property at one of their two hotels. We're staying at the African theme hotel, uh, Hotel Matamba, and I think it's fantastic. It's kind of like the Animal Kingdom Lodge, much smaller in scale and about a third of the price. And right outside our window is a roller coaster. And judging from uh, Chinatown and Chiapas and some of the other themes that we're more familiar with, I would say that the African theme is is very authentic and uh, very accurate. And it's pretty surprising how well they've done here. Yeah, they even had in our room, what, it's a one-bedroom, I guess they ended up giving us some sort of suite or it's a traditional room, but they have one section of the room that they have totally tented in as if you were in an African safari se section. So if you had kids with you, they'd be in having a heyday. Yeah, it's a really fun hotel. It's not the biggest in the world, but it's really well-themed. If there's a negative to the hotel, it's that it doesn't have its own entrance to the park. We had to walk a few meters. It's not very far from the front from the opening, and we drove by the opening, not even realizing that that was the entrance. The entrance is fairly unspectacular. It looks like it's maybe the entrance to a transit station, but uh, don't let that deter you because once you get past, Fantasialand can be breathtaking. Yeah, and they do have two other entrances. If you're staying at the Asian theme hotel, the Ling Bao, then it does have its own private entrance, as well as the main parking lot for day trippers. They have a mystery land parking lot. So there are multiple ways to get in, but we didn't find it to be an issue walking from our hotel. It could be a zoning thing. Maybe the city wants to keep it uh, fairly uh, clean and not very ostentatious. It might be something to do with that, but once you get through the doors, it is gorgeous. You walk through and you're in Berlin, which you're not unlike uh, Main Street USA. It's it's got some beautiful colorful shops and restaurants and it looks you know with the forced perspective and things you walk in it's not unlike uh, one of those areas but it's very colorful and a lot of fun and the first thing that you spot is Europe's largest two-story horse merry-go-round so of course I headed straight over there got on the second floor of it got on my carousel and went for a ride and I must tell you as great as it is it's a really long ride on a carousel it is we were a little hungry and tired so it got us a tiny bit sick I'm not gonna <laughs> lie I was ready for this uh, carousel to stop I was like is it over yet is it over yet but it's elegant and it's gorgeous and uh, I really liked it it's it's a very beautiful thing to to walk into when you first enter in Fantasialand yeah, and the nice thing is as you look down Berlin Street, I guess it would be best described, you see this great swing. And much like a lot of theme parks that have swings there, they have a neat one where it's a fountain. So the fountain's kind of chasing your feet when you're on the swing. So it's a great vantage point, which is the start of one of six lands. Yeah, right as you walk in, on the left-hand side, you see the uh, Hotel Tartuffe, which is a uh, fun house. And it's something that you just don't see in America anymore. When I was younger, I remember going to Lake Fair in Olympia, and they had a fun house. 
but I don't know, maybe it's lawsuits, maybe we're clumsy, I don't know what it is, but you may remember at the end of Greece where uh, Danny is dancing through with Olivia Newton, John, Sandy, and they're going through singing, you're the one that I want, so it's much like that. You've got a, a wheel that you can spin around, and you've got stairs that go up and down, and, and floors that go from side to side, or you slide through, and it's all themed like a hotel, so you go through different rooms, and there are different effects and different physical challenges, and just because it's so unique now, you don't see those? I loved it. I was really looking forward to it, and it lived up to all the hype. Oh, it definitely did not disappoint. There were so many different parts of it. It was kind of fun to follow Jim behind as he was going through and all of his craziness and hopping on the floors and spinning in the wheel, going through the mirror maze. It was a heck of a lot of fun, and he ended with a slide. So you walk out onto this large courtyard area where there's some seating and different cafes, different restaurants, uh, all around the, the swings that we talked about. And there's a ride there that is sort of like Toy Story Mania, but it really, I think, is much better themed and much more fun than Toy Story Mania. Absolutely loved Mouse and Chocolat. So you're basically going into a bakery and you're trying to get this mouse and you go through a very, multiple scenes, and then like uh, going on Buzz Lightyear and using a gun, you're actually using a piping bag that you're shooting frosting out of. One shoots chocolate, and the other one shoots vanilla, and it's a heck of a lot of fun, and it's a good length of a ride as well. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. I love the smells and the sights and the whimsical nature of it. One of my favorite rides here, and I think if you come here, definitely ride Mouse of Chocolat. And of course, you know, I won twice, so that makes me even happier. Yeah, be sure to get that in. <laughs> They've got a new land here. It's called Mystery, and it's a rock-themed sort of uh, Viking, I guess. I, I, I'm not sure, but one of the greatest rides, maybe the best roller coaster in the world right now, the fastest multi-launch roller coaster in the world, Terran. And I've got to tell you, Maybe my fa definitely not maybe definitely my favorite roller coaster in the world right now. Mine too, and we've been kind of watching it yesterday afternoon. We decided not to ride it yesterday because we were getting caught up on other things. And it has a rumble and a roar like I've never heard on a coaster as it climbs the wall. So when we got in this morning, and keep in mind the park opened at nine, but none of the attractions opened till ten, which we weren't aware of. So we immediately went and queued up for Terran so we could get on it right away. And I'm sure glad that we did because we could ride it in the front row, and it did not disappoint. It is smooth as smooth can be and fast and fun. There are a lot of banks and uh, there's even a part where you hit a speed trap and you go all the way up the wall and you go roaring up the rock wall at almost a 90 degree angle just an amazing coaster as far as the design and the fact that they're able to get it into such a small space and that is really kind of the story here at Fantasialand in the sense that it's not the biggest park, it doesn't have the biggest footprint but they're able to multi-use every ride so Terran uh, the incredible coaster is intertwined with Rake, which is a family boomerang coaster. And when you look at it, you can't tell where one coaster track ends and the other begins. Yeah, we were watching him do the testing this morning. And other than the way that the ride cars look, they literally are crawling right on top of each other, crossing over at some points. It's crazy. It's like you took some spaghetti and made those into your roller coaster tracks in a very, very tight area two coasters on top of each other. Mystery is the new land here. It opened uh, not that long ago. And the, the theming is incredible for the uh, the plate for the restaurants and the beer garden and the areas here in uh, Mystery are, are spectacular. Uh, one of another pleasant surprise of Mystery was the, the Mystery Castle. 
uh, very haunted house kind of themed, and it's a it's a drop ride. Yeah, I'm new, usually not one to go for the drop rides, but because this one was an inside drop ride and unique to Europe, I thought, what the heck? So you climb up all these stairs. Now, stairs are a very key word here at Fantasialand. There are hundreds and hundreds of stairs, so keep that in mind. If you're not up to doing stairs, this is not the park for you. So you go into the castle, you go up the stairs, then you go down another 50 to 100 stairs until you're in the basement of the castle, and then you get into this suspended ride vehicle, and it shoots you up into the air in the dark and it is fantastic the way that it keeps going up and down with blue lights flashing and it was worth the wait it was a lot of fun usually i'm not the biggest fan of the drop rides but i really enjoyed this one one thing else to keep in mind is as spectacular as the theming is uh they need to spend some money on some hvac systems here because the line queues are really hot and stuff yeah, and right now I would say, unlike when we were in the Netherlands where it was 80 and sunny and very crisp and great weather, here it feels a lot more like Florida. We're two hours south and it's been much warmer since we've been here and much more humid. So when you're standing in a queue indoors without any circulation, it's a little hot and stuffy. I can't imagine if Florida was ever like this. They also have the highest water ride here, the water rafting ride, one of the uh, circular rafts where you all sit and stare at each other. Uh, you go up this tall tower of River Quest and you slide down into this uh, toilet bowl-like river and then you uh, it lasts pretty long from what we can see. It's been closed most of the day. We haven't had a chance to, to ride it, but from what we've seen, it, it looks pretty spectacular. Yeah, I'm hoping they open it up. They keep saying they're going to open it today, but we've yet to see it. Otherwise, I guess we'll just have to come back to ride it. As we're recording this right now, we're in Mexico, and uh, we are looking at, uh, there's Quetzal the dragon, one of the six dragons themed. There's a dragon for each land, and Quetzal is one of the dragons, and he's here for Mexico. But a really fun river ride that they have here is Chiapas, and I think it's one of the funnest flume rides I've ever been on. Yeah, it's fun because I was in the front row and got sopping wet. Now, Chiapas was actually one of them I was looking forward to. It's a log flume with the 53-foot drop, which is the steepest in the world. And not only is it a steep, it's a really long ride and a very, very wet ride. It's almost straight down, that uh, 53 degrees, and you go straight down and you feel every bit of it. But it's got a fun variety. There's a part where there's a lot of dancing and music, and there's other parts where they build up drama really great water ride and again integrated into other rides integrated into the Colorado Adventure which is sort of their version of Big Thunder Mountain a, a railroad a mine themed roller coaster yeah it's a great track and a great ride the only thing is the backrest is not the most comfortable so you do get a little rattled we were in the very front on that so perhaps it's better if you're further back in the train but I don't know if I'm gonna do that one again a little rattly uh, not that long ago, as you know, we were in China, we went to Shanghai, and we went through some of the historical parts of Shanghai, and I can tell you that the Chinatown land here at Fantasialand looks almost exactly like the ancient Chinese buildings that we saw in ancient Shanghai. I mean, very authentic. Yeah, they must have a half dozen pagodas at a minimum here. They had Chinese acrobats out. They've got so much going on including an attraction inside what they call the Fengzhou Palace. It's a madhouse. So it's kind of a top spin where you go in, you sit in the ride, and then the room starts to spin and you kind of move with it. But it's all themed really well, and it starts inside of a pagoda. 
It's very much an optical illusion. You're not moving that fast. You're moving some, but the room is spinning, so it looks like you're on the ceiling or you're on the wall. It's, it's a lot of fun. Madhouses are obviously very popular here in Chinatown, but you, know, you don't see a lot of Chinese-themed rides, say at Disney or Epcot. Yeah, you'll have the pagodas or the acrobats, maybe a movie, but they have got the Geister Rickshaw, which is the world's largest underground ghost train ride in Europe. It's essentially a Chinese haunted mansion. It's very much, you get into a car, not unlike the haunted mansion, it's dark, and you see different haunted scenes, and a Chinese themed, and I loved it. I was like, wow, a, a real Chinese haunted house dark ride. Yeah, and it is really, really long. I mean, it was like going on the haunted mansion, but it just kept going and going, and it had a great story. Granted, it's a Chinese theme, and the commentary is in German, so we went with what we could understand. But great animatronics, uh, very well themed. I really enjoyed it. Uh, the Chinese area obviously has some Chinese food, but I also bought a bratwurst there. So uh, when in China, have the bratwurst, I guess. Um, getting back to the Africa theme, just outside of our window, we can see the uh, Deep in Africa area and uh, the Black Mamba roller coaster, the uh, inverted roller coaster. Yeah, that was a great coaster. Again, we did the front row. That seemed to be our theme for today with our coasters, is front row. And it was fantastic. A little bit of a head shaker when you're on it, but it pulls more Gs than I can recall on other coasters. I could feel the Gs in my feet. I could feel the blood literally rushing to my feet because that's how many Gs we were pulling. It was invigorating. I don't think I've ever felt a coaster pull as many Gs as the, uh, the Black Mamba does. Yeah, it was pretty fantastic. And one of the things that's nice about staying on property is with each night stay, we each received a one choice per person of their equivalency of a fast pass. So they're good on one of about eight attractions. So yesterday we used ours on Chiapas and we still have another one in our pocket. But again, benefit of staying on property is those extra fast passes. And right now through summer, they're doing a promo that if you buy it, and this is not even for just packages, this is for anybody. You purchase a one day admission, you can return anytime in July and August and get your second day for free. So it's a really good value when you consider the price of admission. The other thing they do with their fast passes is you can buy fast passes as well. Yeah, for 15 euros, you can choose four additional uh, fast passes. It's like a punch card, and you can choose throughout the day which four you want to go on. Some of them are you go down the exit. Some of them have their own entrances. Really kind of varies. The only thing that you can't do is do front row on the roller coasters. They are rows two through eight. One of the largest areas here, maybe the largest area, is fantasy. Uh, we rode a, a sort of a spinning indoor roller coaster, again integrated in the building with several other rides. We rode the Winge's Fear, which is also integrated with the Winge's Force, but it's sort of like an incredibly long Mad Mouse where you spin on this coaster. I believe they said it was 66 kilometers an hour, I think that's what I read, and you're spinning and you're dropping and you're going every which way but backwards. And we usually don't care for the Mad Mouse kind of rides, but this one was actually quite a lot of fun. And it was indoors too, which was also interesting because it was the one moment when it was actually raining. I also have the Temple of the Nighthawk, which is the world's largest indoor roller coaster. Uh, maybe the world's largest indoor roller coaster, but not the most exciting coaster. You essentially ride around in the dark and it didn't feel like we were going very fast. I thought it was rather unspectacular. Yeah, darkest being the key word. There wasn't any theming and it was just dark. You were riding the ride and it just kind of didn't have much bang for its buck. It's too bad because a little bit of effort and that could be a spectacular ride, but it was kind of meh. 
But yeah, there's a couple of uh, drop rides and other rides for the kids here in, in Fantasy. And there's also a ride that is so terrible, it's good. Maybe. It's the Hollywood Tour. And it's a, it's a boat ride where you see a bunch of different Hollywood scenes. And I think it was built in 1990. And it shows every bit of its age. Yeah, it was cheesy beyond belief. It's kind of like the great movie ride was a boat. So if you did the muted that or mated that with the Pirates of the Caribbean, you'd have this terrible ride. Yeah, it's got this weird Alfred Hitchcock animatronic that looks like zombie Alfred Hitchcock. You go down the water flume and into an area that looks like the stalactites of Pirates of the Caribbean. You see uh, Jaws and you see a giant spider and you see... Uh, the creepiest Dorothy from Wizard of Oz you could ever imagine. They didn't need the Wicked of the Witch with her, Wicked Witch of the West with her, because she's terrifying. Glinda was great, not so much on Dorothy. I don't know who told them that looked like Dorothy, because they were wrong. Yeah, it looks sort of like Linda Blair from The Exorcist, <laughs> like possessed Dorothy. But creepy Dorothy was okay. And then you end with uh, King Kong, where there's uh, King Kong is in the water attacking a boat that says U.S. Police. So the U.S. Police watch out for King Kong, but. He's a big animatronic, but not the most articulated. But I don't know, the ride was so cheesy. I liked it, but but I recognize how terrible it is. I'm glad there was no wait for either of the times we rode it because I cannot imagine wasting an hour of my day for something like that. Yeah, I'm sure kids will think it's terrible, but I enjoyed it in sort of an ironic way, I guess. But overall, I really liked Fantasialand. I think it's really well-themed, but again, you've really got to be fit as far as a way to get through. Another thing is for each of the lands, they've got uh, different dragons. They've got six dragons. They've got Feeny, they've got Kroka, they've got Wang, Drago, Quetzal, and Schneck. And we've met uh, three or four of, of the dragons that represent each of the lands. Well, and another thing is each one of these lands has their own different show. Like right now, as we're sitting in Mexico behind us, they're doing an ice show in Mexico. It's called Ice College 2018, and I'm kind of fascinated by it because ice in Mexico and college, I don't know what it has to do with a theme park. So each land will have a show. So if you want to break from the heater, you just want to put your feet up. We did see the pirates in 4D, which I swear we've seen that in some other theme park or somewhere else in the world. But this one was dubbed in German, and it's always fun with the 4D themes. And it stars Leslie Nielsen. God rest his soul. He lives on here at uh, Fantasialand. Yeah, they've got a stunt show called Jump, and uh, they've got something called Muse Artito. Yeah, and they've got Hack and Boodle, which is for kids, Asia Artistic, African Dancer. So there's a lot to do. You can keep yourself busy for a couple of days here. That's for sure. I think two days is perfect here. Yeah, I think a two-day park, park hopper pass would be great to be here. Um, I really liked it. Uh, the parking is kind of weird. Yeah, the parking is a little bit bizarre. I mean, we're parked at the hotel parking, which is right across the street. We did miss it the first time, but they do have one lot that's in the back. But my guess is probably a lot of people use public transportation to get here, being Europe and all. So I did see that there's a shuttle bus. I don't know where it comes from. It comes from a local train station. Not really sure. But we're parked in the lot, and we just walked. It's not even five minutes from our hotel to the front gate. It's definitely a walking park, so keep that in mind. So as we look at Fantasialand, what are your three favorite things? Three favorite things. Of course, my favorite roller coaster now in the whole wide world is Terran. That's number one. Mousaw Chocolate is number two because, of course, I love an interactive ride and one where I can beat you. And number three, I think staying at Hotel Matamba because it's great to look out your window and actually open your window and hear the screams of a roller coaster. 
I think my favorite things, uh, number one is Terran. I think it's an ex exceptional roller coaster. I love, love, love Terran. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I did love Mouse and Chocolate, but just to be different, I'm gonna say Chiapas, the flume ride, and I've got to go with the Hotel Tartuffe, the, uh, the fun house, just because you just don't see those anymore. It's so well-themed, it's very whimsical and a lot of fun, and it really brought out the kid in me. But I think that uh, Fantasyland is a pleasant surprise. I was particularly worried following Efteling and all of the whimsical theming, but it's a different park. It's more high energy. I think it's a younger park. I think kids and teenagers in particular will enjoy this more. But as far as theming and excitement, I think it more than holds its own with any park in the world. Yeah, we were concerned because when we were choosing a theme park in Germany, we were hoping we hadn't made the wrong decision by choosing this one over another. But I've been really happy with it, and it was well worth the drive. I love Fantasia Land, so if you get the opportunity and you are in shape and ready to run a lot of stairs, we cannot uh, emphasize this thing has a lot of stairs. You will definitely get your steps in if you come to uh, Fantasia Land. Carrie's looking at her Fitbit right now. Uh, we're at 9,500 and we're only, you know, three quarters of the way through the day. And we've been sitting for the last 20 minutes. So actually my Fitbit's probably going to yell at me in a minute to get up and go run some more stairs. There's a lot to see. There's a lot of stairs, but really well themed in a very exciting park. So if you get the opportunity to come here, if you love theme parks, if you can get to Germany, definitely Fantasia Land is a big thumbs up. We highly recommend it. And Fantasia Land can be a part of your best trip ever.